When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Reavers and Ricey uh, with the baseball podcast. A very good day for it. So, uh, with all the uh, all the fighting twinks uh, news this week, did you see what happened up in St. Cloud yesterday? Uh, this we're doing this on uh, what today's Thursday. Today's right? Thursday, Pat. We're doing yesterday Wednesday. New York Mills was playing Randolph. Okay. In the class. A semifinals, yep. small schools. The Randolph girls had already won the state softball title. At they had a noon game in North Mankato, and they won the state softball title. Now Randolph, you know Dakota oh, County, yeah. yep. near Faribault, yep. only five hundred people in that town, home of Caleb Thielbar. Now they're, I think they're getting a lot of uh, of uh, surrounding support, surrounding yeah. you know kids that are transferring from bigger schools and going to Randolph. So anyway. They end up 1-1 after 9. Randolph and New York Mills. Randolph scores 3 in the top of the 12th. New York Mills scores 3 in the bottom of the 12th. Come on. They go to the 14th, still tied 4-4. to Randolph scores 4 in the top of the 14th. New York Mills scores 4 in the bottom of the 14th. Come on. And then New York Mills beats them in the bottom of the 15th. Now they had a lot of pitching changes based on Oh yeah, you too many limits pitches. and yeah, yeah pitching all those limits. limits. But somebody sent me this and I haven't checked yet. I got the New York Mills' coach phone uh, coach's phone number. They 15 times were down to their last strike. You are kidding <laughs> New me. York Mills, and they now maybe some of those were foul balls or something, but they had 15 pitches that could have ended the game for wow. Randolph, and they they ended up winning the game. Now they had to, tomorrow at Target Field tomorrow morning at 10 in the morning they play Hayfield, which won the state basketball tournament at, at that level, I believe, Class A, and they got some of the same guys, and they have had. None of the marathon problems that they have. So I don't know if the day off will give New York Mills a chance to have some of their pitchers eligible to, sure. to throw more innings. Because that, that's based on the week. It's correct? based on the week. Yeah. So I, they could have uh, an eighth grader named Jimmy starting the game. But uh, I, I got to talk to the the, the rival coaches on that game because it must have been a fantastic You game. said when 15 I'm, times they were down to their last strike? 15 times they were down to their last strike. Somebody told me that on Twitter because uh, I, I had referred to the game and was – I was going to do a Randolph piece, 
if they won both. You know, I mm-hmm. thought that was a great story. Is sure, absolutely, winning yes. both softball and baseball, and uh, and then uh, they were ahead eight four. So I said, okay, they're going to win that game. I didn't, I didn't even know what inning it was because looking at the you scoreboard, just saw the, I yeah. did. I just okay. saw they were up eight four. Then I saw it was eight eight. I said, what the heck? Pat. And then I said, this game's lasted a long time. Well, it must have been like four hours or something. It or a routine up at Yankees Red Sox yeah, game. Right. Yeah, right. It was like an, it's a seven-inning first game of a doubleheader between the Yankees and the Red Sox, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, epic. So I got to find more details on it. But it's nice that, uh, you know, the home of – Janet Carvinen and the home of uh, Caleb Thielbar went into the uh, went into the uh, Pat, 15 Pat, think of how mythic this would be in Minnesota State High School lore if that was a hockey game. Oh, yes. Because, you know, right. we always talk about, what is it, Duluth East yes. and Edina? Who they play, yeah. that marathon well, game? Well, it was or Apple Valley. Apple right? Valley, Six yeah, overtimes right. or five right. overtimes, and then they had another three overtime one, and they're all, yeah, I mean, Mike Randolph quits up there under those circumstances, the coach. The you know the second graph is always who coached who who coached the in the or whatever who coached it was, yeah. in the Apple Valley yeah. uh, six overtime game or whatever it was yeah it would uh, but I was thinking this is the game of their lives oh you know God, I mean yes. they're they're going to be sitting in the bar and out and beyond New York Mills out in the countryside three thirty years from now say, man. Remember when Billy got that hit to keep us alive? That three-run <laughs> kept double? fighting off that Apparently two there strike. Was a, there was a three-run double on a last pitch, either in the twelfth or the fifteenth, that wanted for him. They had a bases loaded wow. double. So anyway, congratulations to those youth. That is and, fantastic. Uh, now they get to play at. Uh, at uh, Target Field tomorrow, four games starting at. Uh, Remind 10 me, in the I know morning. I should know where it is. Where, where is New York Mills? What area is oh, that? Oh, it's uh, it's out way out west, uh, not far from. I think it's a little south of Detroit Lakes and okay. down down in that area. Okay, but you know they they were the first famous girls basketball team because of Carvinen, okay, Janet Carvinen, and uh, they won. I think they won. Three straight titles, and then as their senior year, they lost their last game, and it was like, it was kind of like Dan Gable losing his last wrestling match okay. in Iowa, you sure, know, after sure, never sure. losing. And, and uh, but yeah, it's that's they were when girls basketball was just getting started. Like they're they were the the big powerhouse the, right away. Yeah, and I'll be frank here, for one of the few times in my life, <laughs> we were really <laughs> desperate. Both newspapers, particularly the Star, Star and the Tribune, to try to somehow treat girls basketball, you know, the start of that fairly mm-hmm. in in comparison, even though they were drawn two, three thousand people and the boys were still packing them in. So she might have gotten, uh, was it? Yeah, it was two classes, but she might have gotten more publicity. In the, okay, in the yeah. Twin Cities media, than any girls athlete in the state. Wow! Uh, be, I mean, before because the of links, the, yeah, before right, the sure, links came, sure, but, sure. but be, be, she was the star of the team, and she was articulate, and they'd get her on the TV, and uh, you know, uh, Finlander from New York Mills, and uh, <laughs> you know, it was 
she got incredible publicity and put New York Mills on the map for the rest of, for all of us really. Even though I can't exactly point to it on the map, <laughs> I know it's, I know there it's somewhere. up there, some dang place. <laughs> and I know that uh, I know that it's one of those little Finnish towns. I, yeah. I know that they uh, and, and of course. Uh, those of us back in our days who recovered high school sports, there's nothing we feared more than a team from a Finnish town because you don't know how many A's there's going to be. A lot of random be. vowels. You don't know how many A's there's going to be. Uh, you know, that just, it, it makes no sense. It, 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 I mean, I've told you the story. My first night working a prep night at the Duluth News Tribune. Yes. I got a call from the Esco Eskimos basketball and Luckily, Davis Helberg, who was a Finlander, was on, uh, or, or yeah, he could speak Finnish, was on the desk, and I said, "Hey, you got to help me out here. I have no idea how any of these names happen. <laughs> they were trying to spell. It took me twenty minutes to take a not many Johnsons. Yeah, right? it took twenty minutes to take a short form book. But anyway, congratulations to both those teams. That's really cool. Having that kind of a battle. That's really cool. And uh, nobody going to second base to start the inning. Right. Either, That's the how baseball was meant yes, to be played. God Damn intended it. them to play four hours and run out of pitchers. Yes. Dang it. So anyhow. The Fighting Twinks. Yeah. Uh, so let's review. Here's very interesting. Manager Baldelli hooks Bailey over last night after four beautiful innings. Puzzling. Right? 62 pitches, right? Yep. So I'm wondering, is that, you know, blister? What? Something. You know, I figured. Don't, don't tell me the R word. No, no. It, no, no, nothing's wrong with him. I, I just thought. No, I meant rest. No. Uh, it would, but uh, it was interesting. Did you watch much of it? I would. We 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 played last night. Okay. But, but I did. I did catch the the last few innings on my drive home from yeah. New Prague last night. Well, he's cruised through four, sixty-two, yep. and uh, twelve up, twelve down. Because the one guy that got on base, they got the uh, strike him out, throw him out. Okay. On a replay, so uh, the uh, you know, so he was perfect. Sixty-two pitches, and and you, I, what I like best about the guy is he gets the ball, and eight seconds later he's ready to throw it. You know, he looks okay. in. Jeffers is his guy. Wherever he, whatever he wants, he throws. He uses the high fastball a lot. He's like Oda Rizzi, okay. except he's six nine. Except he's know? a lot taller, yeah, six nine. But he only throws 91, 92 at the banks, and I. You know, a little slider or something, but but he goes after hitters, which is really good. But so Smalley and Dick are doing the game here, mm-hmm. and they're puzzled, right? Sure. I, I can't understand. You know, Rory said something like, I can't understand what's going on when they take him out of the game. And they bring in. Did they Theobar. question? Was it injury right away, or did they no, say something? No, like, there was nothing. There was. It was pretty apparent there was nothing wrong. I thought maybe maybe he's got a little blister going or something. Sure. Well, all of a sudden, you hear Dick saying, "Now it could be that, you know, he really hasn't pitched much since 2018. He only pitched this many innings." He only pitched. He didn't pitch last year because he wasn't on the. He wasn't in St. Paul. He didn't pitch last year, and he only pitched seventy innings in 2019. So, and then I hear Timmy after the game. This is before we've heard from Rocco, and Timmy was 
trying to, at, at in Timmy style, I love the guy personally, uh, but Timmy and Timmy style was trying to say what a boost it would be for the kid if he got to go back out for the fifth and won and won the game, got to win, you yeah. know, because they were ahead. And but Rocco knows his pitchers a lot better. Uh, knows his pitcher a lot better than me. So the message obviously has been received mm-hmm. on the BSN telecast that uh, Rocco's reason for doing this is because he has only pitched this many innings in the previous two years, and they're treating him. You know, they're 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 going to protect him. And Rocco admitted it after the game. That he just hooked them because they're, you know, he was at 62 pitches. And if they sent him back out, he didn't say this, but if they sent him back out and he gets to 80, they don't want him to throw 80 pitches because he's, he's being nursed back from sure. having missed 2020. Sure. But it was, it was to those of us who realize that the poor guys at BSN are not allowed to be candid. Right. Oh yeah, right. Not allowed to be candid. even with the name change. No, we're no, still no. It's still B S N. So, but when Dick, but when Dick all of a sudden started rattling off these stats, I'm not saying he didn't look up the stats himself, but, but somebody but, but got somebody in, got into somebody his ear. who's got yeah. his ear and says, "It's got to be based." The twins say it's based on the fact that he hasn't. Been wow. Here. It's so it, it doesn't that Pat. Again, and I didn't see any of the game. I know they had a healthy lead. They were up what seven nothing, and then seven yeah, one or yeah, whatever. They, whatever uh, it was, got two early, then they got one, then Cruz hit a three run bomb, and then Jeffers hit one. But I guess the, the the thought that came to my mind after I saw them, like, why did they hook him? But I don't like the message from top down of we've got to be careful all the time. Yes, yes, that is. And it's it, it's. I'm not talking about just Ober. It's Buxton. It's everybody else. It's Naprams. It's I don't like that mindset of a no. team. I hate it. No, and even if they're buried in anything, but this guy is six foot nine. He's a monster. He doesn't have a awkward delivery. Right. He's got a pretty for a big guy. He's got a pretty smooth delivery. He was rolling, and there's no difference long term between sixty two pitches and eighty. There's nothing. There was no hint, and so they brought in Theobar. He right away gave up a run, and uh, but then he pitched. He, he you know he struck out like four guys or something. He's, his strikeout numbers are unbelievable when he pitches. He, mm-hmm. he just came back. So they're gonna. I don't. They haven't given us. Maybe they wanted Theobar to get some work because they had a bunch of lefties coming up too, but. But with this bullpen, but, do you need? But you could have get him, given him work in yeah, the sixth inning or the yes, seventh inning. Yes, and Colome came in, and first guy got a hit, and it looked like he's going to walk the next guy. I was secretly praying they urinated it away, <laughs> weren't you? I was. I was. I mean, they had to get somebody up with a seven to one lead for Colome. Yep, they brought him in. And they they had to get somebody up with a seven one lead. Rogers got up, then he got out of it, then Rogers pitched the eighth. But when you're ahead, when you get seven runs and you got a kid pitching, and he's really I think it was a hit. He might not have given up a hit. It might have been a walk. Uh I think it was a walk. I don't think he gave up a hit. Uh and 
you have to use Taylor Rogers that game. You're that's you're, on you. You're idiots. That's on you. You're idiots. Yes, Taylor absolutely. Rogers should be sitting out there. You know, especially playing. Pat. Your bullpen has been hemorrhaging for weeks. Yes, for weeks. You're finally getting a kid that's giving you a shot to yeah, maybe, and then we don't want him to go. You no, know, don't have 90, him throw. But let him go one more inning and get a win. For right. God's sakes. Was, and I guess the other part to me that but boy, were they! Uh, you could tell that uh, you could tell Rocco was very defensive. We're going to protect it, you know. He, sure, he, the whole speech was we're going to protect. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to get him to the finish. I suppose one thing is they're probably only going to let him pitch eighty, ninety innings this year. So they, you know, if they're going to, but but you're not going to. You're not going to be in this situation again. Let him let, let him, him get a win for God. You can see yeah. he was upset about it. Too. So, and here's the other part I, I find a little bit troubling. These guys took over this organization in 16, right? 2016? Yeah, 16. All right. And they were brought in. The Falvey and Levine regime was brought in here from, from Cleveland. Levine, mm-hmm. or sorry, Falvey was brought in from Cleveland to do what? Uh, to develop pitching. Yes. To develop pitching. That was the mindset. We're going to create our own pitching. We're going to develop our own path, our own pipeline, just like the tribe's been doing for yes. years. Where the hell is it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's where the hell is it, Pat? Awful. Well, you look at the staff in St. Paul. The, the The good thing uh, two nights ago when they gave up 50, 14, Saints gave up fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a whole string of tweets on coming up next on Valley Sports North. <laughs> Twins give up fewest runs of teams that train in Fort Myers, you know, because <laughs> the Red Sox gave up 18 oh, that night. Oh, did they really? Yeah, the Red Sox gave up 18 that night and, you know, all this, all this other we stuff. We gave up the fewest runs. <laughs> twins give up fewer runs than Saints, you know, and Twins, you know, when they got, oh, God, they're terrible. They're just, and now Donaldson leaves with the, you know, I got a prediction from Judd that he won't play for months, but that's, you know, Judd mm-hmm. thought he was never going to play again after opening day, and he, he had played 53 out of 55 games. Yeah, he's been up So he to, can't yeah. rip him. No. And it, it, did look, it didn't look like he snapped it. It did look like he was a little ginger running out a double or something like that, and then he scored later. And it, it definitely was precaution. Everybody's saying, Rocco, well, I think it's him. I think he calls his own shots. I don't think he listens to Rocco. Donaldson. Okay. I think Donaldson he, he's, says, he's, he's beyond having some overly protective manager, but I think he felt like, yeah, you know, there's. I felt it a little bit. Uh, we don't play again until Friday, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So, And then Simmons leaves with a – like, he rolled his ankle? Rolled his ankle or something. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, quite a, uh, you know, it's, it's what happens when you get. But anybody wants to know what's wrong with this team, you you lost two of your regular. You lost your left side of the infield yesterday, and you pitch good, so you won. You know. Right. They don't pitch good. What do they pitch? They pitch good twice a week. If, you know, yeah, they, if, yeah, they Brios six, gave you a hell of a start on Saturday. Games, they play six games. They pitch pitch well twice a week. DK said pitch good. They pitch good twice a week. Yeah. You know, so that's that's their whole problem here. So And it's anyway. it's the other thing, part. it's, you know, we talked about this so many times, but when you got a bad baseball team, that's a long summer. Yeah. Oh, God, it is. And here's the other thing. <laughs> they They basically want. Buxton, he said to be okay. Phil Miller had a stuff this morning because he's on the scene. I think he might be the only reporter out there that they were working him out before the game. You could see him working out on the field, Buxton, and they were having him do these 
sprints, I don't know how long, 30 yards maybe, and to see if he could maintain full speed the whole time. And uh, he did four of them in the last two. You could see him slow down the last 40 feet. So he's they're going to send him back. I, I bet he's not in Texas. I bet they sent him back today. You're kidding. Yeah, or maybe he'll stay with them in Texas and keep working out in the 120 degrees but because uh, it's indoors so now. So, but they now they're saying he'll have to go back to St. Probably have to go back to St. Paul to play a few more games. But I don't get it. Why? Why is right? Why is right? What? What? But they, they, they Rocco on he was on serious. I don't know if he used this phrase to the Minnesota media, but he was on serious the other morning. Somebody told me he does a weekly hit. I think on okay. their MLB show, and <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> and. He said he's, he's we're going to wait till he's 100%. Well, he's 27. He's this is his 10th pro season. He's had many multiple injuries. He's never going to be 100%. No. There is no 100%. This is what he is. There is no 100%. There is after, for a veteran player. And I mean, and he's a veteran player because he's been at it for 10 years even though he doesn't have the games played to to show it. There's only I'm good enough to play. Yes, that's all. That's, that's it. all there is. Especially I'm good as you're to play. creeping into July. Yes, I'm good enough to play. That's all there is. Yeah. If you're going to wait to say I'm perfectly fine, healthy, nothing aches, you're never. He's never going to play again. No. But I wrote a column last Tuesday, a week ago Tuesday. He ran out that triple, and he was going to play there again Thursday, and. And then starting Friday against Houston, there are 100 games remaining. And I wrote, this is the most important 100 games of his life because he's got to prove so they can pay him. Well, he's already proved he can. So it's already been proved. There's, he's got to go. He's, what, you cannot, you, can't you officially be, cannot count on having Byron Buxton in your lineup when you get us. Now, they might come out and tell us, there's a fracture in that hip that they haven't found, you know, something. There's got to be something. You know what? They're going to have to come up with some diagnosis here. Bilateral leg weakness. That, well, it's this is, no, this was residual soreness. Oh, we residual soreness. Okay. Good old RS. Yes. But <laughs> don't, I, I said RS is now trumped bilateral <laughs> leg weakness. But there's got to be something in there. And that hip, it just can't be a strained hip. And as you said, regardless of what it is, you it can't can invest $150 million no, into no. a guy that you can't count no. on. No, and you're going to probably have to do with him what the Houston's doing with Korea is just let him play and walk because he's, you know, I, I don't know. If, if you trade him, you're getting 40% of value. Right. Right. No, you I can't. Mean, I don't think you lineup. trade him. You just ride the string out with yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't pay him. Because when he is in the lineup, he makes your team better. Yeah, We've talked about yeah, that a million times. Yeah, and I don't think it's like, you know, somebody else will give you a damaged merchandise or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, and if, if he would come back next season and play like he did in April and maintain a, and end up playing 130 games. There's no chance you sign him as a free agent. I mean, it's going to be 150 million then. So I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, he's 
it, it's a lost cause. Somebody said to me, somebody said on Twitter, the combo of Sano and Buxton, they called the biggest hoax ever perpetrated on fans. But but is it is it the greatest twin flop in Minnesota sports in in your lifetime? Is oh, it boy. the greatest is it the greatest twin flop? It, it's not the twins. I mean, two guys. The two guys that were going to that were going to turn gonna, around the franchise. I saw some stuff written. Sue Ann was writing something in 2015, I think, in the, at a, at a, in Fort Myers. The two best prospects in baseball yep. were right here. We're in our doing own this. Camp. We're doing this together that day, and something like that, and. And uh, boy, it's Sanoa it, last night. By the way, you had uh, a lefty named Sheffield, who has been very media has been mediocre for Seattle. And last night it was just he was terrible. And Cruz hit hit one four hundred and thirty feet off him for a three run homer. Ryan Jeffers came up and hit one off him. Sanoa was Sanoa managed to leak a single through, but he had a he's hitting. Like 130 against left-handed pitching. Yep. How is this possible? I don't know. How is this possible? They, they they throw him these little, you know, these little sinkers in the middle of the plate, and he's yanking and trying to pull. I mean, anybody who tries to defend him, and there still are, he's hit more home runs the last three weeks and, so than what? anybody in the majors. It's he's batting 179. He's striking out 440. You know, this is not, this is, I. You know what it isn't? Sustainable. No, it's, it's not sustainable. <laughs> it is not sustainable. It's, it's well, And I think what they'll end up doing, because this was a hot topic in the Fairville Laker dugout last night, because we were monitoring the twin score while we yeah. were losing to the new Prague Orioles. No, the, the Orioles, who you embarrassed oh, two weeks ten, ago. Ten to nothing. What we has happened all to you guys? We, Injuries? We're, we're a little banged up. So you're fact, like Doc Rock, you won't let these guys play or they can't play. Well, uh, part of it is availability. Yeah. Uh and then you know we've got this is the time of the year where you got a lot of weddings and you got a yeah. lot of uh, other stuff and I think graduations. You, you might be looking at the starting left fielder tomorrow night down in Milroy by the way. <laughs> you're going to Milroy? <laughs> yeah. Which, who are you playing the Yankees or we're the pl- Irish? We're playing the Irish. Oh, that's tomorrow out night. At, uh that's Bob's ballpark. I can't that's, wait. I can't wait to see that park. It's yeah. Great. He's a yeah. different kind of cat, yeah, but it hey, it's a great ballpark. I can't wait. It's going to be it's, it's it going to be a fun. Great ballpark. But, but uh, w- what we were talking is, is a, are you playing uh, somebody else down there? Then no, too? we're playing the, we're playing the Irish. But we just then, wanted to schedule a game that wasn't a DRS game. Back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And well, no, the fellows, we might be spending the night at uh, at an. You ain't staying at the Milroy Inn. No, I, I want to tell you. I think we're Marshall's staying in Marshall. Close, yeah, we're yeah. staying in Marshall. But yes. in any event, sorry, fellas, the coeds are uh, off campus for the most part. So, uh, you're hey, to... don't tell them that yet. <laughs> no. That's the only reason we're getting them to come. Uh, the but uh, the I think what they're going to end up doing, the Twins, now they're just going to chalk this up to well, it just didn't work and they're going to try it again next year with all oh, of these guys that still have an i don't think they're going to trade barrios and i don't think they're going to trade buxton or don or whoever yeah you might be right about that but anybody else i i think they're gonna i think there's gonna be a big garage sale next month you I do really do yeah but who trouble is here's the trouble they can't get anything for snow so no you know so what do you because he still has one year so, I mean, left right I, I yeah he's got another year left but nobody who wants him it's you might as well trade for you might as well pick up Chris Davis, C H R I S, 
or Chris Davis, C-H-R-I-S, on waivers. <laughs> you might as well pick those guys up right, on waivers. Right, instead of giving him. something up. He's the up same for, guy, right. except he's only 28. Those guys are, you know, Chris Davis is 32, 33. Yeah. And, but it's, it, 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 it's, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't care what his defenders tell me. It's horrible. And I know we always talk about your, your line of there were fourth in the American League in, or in MLB. He, was, he, the last several games, has been hitting behind Ryan Jeffers. Who's been good lately. Yes, but cannot that not embarrass this you would 28-year-old veteran who was supposed to be the phenom of phenoms that a kid who's just learning his trade is hitting in front ahead of, of him uh, in front of him two spots last night. I think Sano was hitting seventh or Jeffers was hitting fifth this is this is embarrassing he was Are supposed to be Killebrew yes <laughs> yes and somebody says he's got the Second highest slugging percentage in Twins history. He's also got the highest strikeout percentage <laughs> in baseball history. <laughs> For this point of his career, he has more strikeouts than anybody, anybody. who ever breathed. Oh. He's hitting 40 points less than Rob Deere's career average. And when we were yeah, much younger and he was with the Brewers, we laughed about him having Rob Deere in the lineup of how often he struck out. Remember the the Rob Deere shift they used to put on for him at the Metrodome? They would that was the first time shift. the second baseman because he was he was stone feet he could not run, and they would put Lombardozzi or whoever mm-hmm. on at second base basically. You know, I've, I, this is really interesting. Mike Marshall died, right? Yep, and the wonder we talked about him last week, wacky. But I'm. I wrote a column on him when he was pitching for the East Side Merchants. And he was moving in this, he was moving his defense for each hitter. He was moving his fielder. From the mound. From the mound. <laughs> and and had done that and used to argue with Mock all the time because he knew what pitch he wanted to pitch and they would then hit it. So he was shifting off the mound. The doctor of kinesiology was shifting his infielders in nineteen early nineteen seventies. You know he was doing the same. So he was. You know this is. You know where a guy's going to hit the ball mm-hmm. is not new. You know, and especially with him. Yeah. But he was doing it for the East Side Merchants, <laughs> and when I talked to him after the game, he gave up a couple of rods, and he said, "Well, if they would should have been over here, if they would have told them where, if they would have gone and played where I told them to play, and then, then, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he never gave up a hit in his life that was no, it wasn't my fault, the, not because the hitter was too stupid usually, but uh, to <laughs> to how could he possibly be expecting that pitch, you know? But <laughs> but then Mudcat Grant, the great guy, died. And Mudcat Grant's 1960, I, I did a really good piece on him when he was here in 2005. I remember I told you, I think I was out of that Northland Center. He was making some appearance out okay. there, and I sat down with him for like an hour and a half. And he, But where did 65 come from is basically was the angle for him. I mean, all of a sudden, he was the best pitcher in the American League, best starter. Johnny Sane was the pitching coach and he when he got here Johnny Sane was hired in 64 
And Johnny Sane had some little ball on a rope, a baseball on a rope, and he would have the pitchers take this home with you in the offseason and spin it and just, you know, do like this, you know, basically spin it. Okay. Do all summer, do all offseason, instead of going out and throwing BP, or not throwing Regularly, people, off the mound, yeah. Just spin this thing, spin this, and then, you know, spin it the other way, spin it the other way, right? And and Mudcat says, one day he's throwing BP, I think it was in spring training, 65, he's throwing BP, and he, he throws his sinker to a right-hander he wants it to go the other way you know the sinker and it goes and he you know takes this big much more movement on it than he ever had and then he throws one to he throws one to go in into the right-hander and then another one go away and it goes goes that way and he says sane Come over here. You got to see this move. <laughs> you got to see this bold move. You know, and and Sane slaps him on the back and says, "You found it." <laughs> you know. Oh, that's it's, great. It's up, but this is not like you know, computer no driven spin rate. Blah no. blah blah. But this was get the ball to do that. Yeah, yeah. spinning spinning the ball and and moving the defense is just just has been around it's just it's now of course the entire it's now the entire uh world for for those people but, sure uh it's uh but it was it was oh it was a lot it was it was very instructive because i can't remember what i wrote about these sure. guys you know you're reminding me um the other thing i wanted to bring up with you do you believe tyler glass now his ex- or not his not his excuse but his i think because no, I, I kind I, of do. I talked to Perky, and Perky thinks the injury part of it is BS. He doesn't think that's it. But but it is idiotic. Here's the problem. They're, the, not, the umpires aren't chemists, but they should be letting them. Perky says bullfrog, they call it. it that's the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. They all use bullfrog. And rosin, he says, and when it's a hot summer day, you need it. He said, to get a grip on these balls that they have now with no seams on them, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, the hitters want us to have it. They don't want you just throwing it. 100 miles an hour and and smoked. Having it run off and hit them in the face, you know, because you can't grip the ball. But I thought Glassdow was pretty instructive. I, 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 you know, choking, he has to... He's basically, you know, because he's right. The only time you choke the baseball is when you wanted to throw a palm ball or mm-hmm. something, a changeup, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a changeup. But everybody's always been taught to throw it off their fingers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't throw it off your finger, you got to, if you can't hold the ball, you got to push it back in. And who knows if it, it might have put a forearm strain on him. I don't know. You know, because he, he, what did he say after the first time he pitched? He yep. felt it in his forearm. Because for I was talking time. to a couple of pitchers at Balt that last night, mm-hmm. and they all believe him. They yeah. said, yeah, he's th- you're throwing it differently. Yes. You know, and it's, yeah. and it's and, one thing for us. Yeah, and plus he throws it from 97 to 101. Right, and it's yeah. it's one thing when you're throwing it 78 miles an hour oh, sure. as yeah. opposed to 100 yeah. miles an yeah. hour, yeah. you know. Well, the, yeah, 
Now, before this came in, I watched him about three weeks ago, and he had a little bad spell. You know, he was he was like wasn't blowing people away like he did. And mm-hmm. he, I watched him, and they I was I was watching a Tampa telecast, and they were saying, "This is uh, Tyler's third straight." Mediocre, you know. I mean, for him, like five and a third, and you know, four hits and four walks, and okay. stuff like that. So, I, I, I don't know. It could. I, I'm not going to call him a liar because he's a very articulate guy, and I, I think he's, I think he's trying to tell baseball that you bleeped up again. How can you do this in the middle? In of the, the middle season? of the season is the problem. That's, that's yes. the whole thing. If you let you him start make, doing yeah, that, yeah, you, yeah, then you have and to finish he, it and, and then make the adjustment. He's absolutely right. If you're going to do this, you have to get a baseball that has some tackiness to it. You can't have him throwing pool balls. No, you because know, you gotta, people are going to get hurt. You got it. Yes. The yeah, best we, tweet we already was, have more guys getting hit getting hit than have ever gotten. The hit. best tweet in response that was Andrew McCutcheon. Did you see his tweet? No. He basically said, "All right, let's go," and it was a. A, a quick video of a kid wrapping himself up in bubble wrap yeah. with a baseball bat and saying like, "Okay, now I'm gotta, I got to get ready to get drilled because oh, these yeah, guys can't a, feel the ball." Yeah, you know. Yeah. And this is a hitter, an MVP hitter that they, said this. They always dive into stuff. I wrote about this today. They always dive into this crap, and then they, you know, remember when they, you couldn't collide at home plate because of Buster a Posey years after yeah. Buster Posey, and I remember once they. They called the guy out like he was 20 feet from home plate. It was Robin Ventura. Yeah. Do you remember that? And yeah. he lost his yeah. mind. because the catcher was loitering. He was waiting for the guy to get there, and he had his left foot in the side of the plate. Oh, he's safe. They called him. Well, I think the umpires, you know, they're belligerent SOBs, and they want to make you look idiot. You know, if uh-huh. you, they want management to look like morons, Joe Torrey and those guys. By saying, okay, this right. is what you told us. That's right, okay. <laughs> Same thing with second base after uh, Utley. You know, they were they were calling runners out left and right. The guy could slide in, you know, not, not slide high, not slide late, not slide directly at the bag, and if they hit the guy, they were still calling him out. Yep. You know, yeah. Now, of course, it's that that second base is such a less of an issue because the 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 traditional double play doesn't get made anymore. Yeah. But my fr- if, if the double play, I had this in a comment, take it out today. But Bobby Randall, you know, played here. He he succeeded Carew. Okay. As a second baseman, and played here and, and was great turning the double play. If the double if turning the double play was important as important now as it was then. By the second baseman, Rodney would have never left second base. He would have played it his whole career. Really? Yeah, because he could catch the ball and throw it the first. Sure, but he, he just he, he could go out there and play twenty five, thirty feet out in the grass and <laughs> throw a guy out. Yeah, he but it, he was not back then. It was well, you can the first thing they said about the second baseman was, "Can he turn? Can he the turn double the double play?" play? And and Rodney had lost his ability to do that, and that's why they put Randall in there. And had to move Ooh, the you first. could hit him with a semi-truck, and he'd still turn it. You know? <laughs> so anyway. Anyhow. Anyway, our fighting twinks, we're making uh, no Buxton, no Donaldson, no Simmons, and no give-a-damn <laughs> about uh, whether a guy gets a win or not. Right. It's uh, – it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful ex- thing, isn't it's it? It's really exciting. 67 games. 60 games last year. 
fourth in pitching in the entire major leagues. 67 games this year. They were 28th before last night. They might have moved up to 27th. <laughs> Under it was yesterday. It was 505. Ooh. Last year it was 354. Wowzers! Unbelievable. All righty, we're good. Go Lakers! Give those Irish a beating down there. <laughs> we'll do our best. Hey Bob Dolan, he'll uh, be ready for you guys because he wants to show you city. They figured oh, yeah. Fairbo's close enough to the Twin Cities to be a city. Oh, team. we're consider- absolutely. Yes. So yes. you're gonna you could get a whopping. Tell your fellas to show up. Come on, we don't want them to be like a bunch of twins. <laughs>